Hello, Hunters, and welcome to another episode of the Ultimate Fictional Character Podcast. Not just any episode, though. This is the Division 1 of Season 2 finale. I'm Matt Acevedo, joined by my co-host, as always... Christian Humes. Christian, the Magnificent Humes. Uh, Magnificent is his middle name. You can Google search it. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Christian, what exactly are we doing here? What 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 this is this is like a big day. So uh there's a whole journey that some people might have missed and they are just joining us for the first time. Yeah, I feel like we came out of the gate really strong this season with yeah. uh we had two amazing guests with Stephen Ray Morris and Patrick Ellers. We got great characters here ready for the first episode finale, um, at least for the first division. And what we're gonna do today is we've already gone through 16 fictional characters from every genre that you can think of, anime, comics, games, movie, TV, and uh, we're down to four. We pit them against each other. We're going to continue to do that with today's four winners of the previous episodes, and we're going to have only one, which will then move on to the quarterfinals of the season because what we're here to do, Matt, is find out who is the ultimate fictional character, and right now... We have a name for that. It's Doctor Who. So we're really Ooh. trying to build a champion. We're trying to find who's the champion that's going to take on Doctor Who. Yep. Because maybe we got it right the first time. We don't know. We, you know, this is a journey that we're all going on together. Yeah. But I'm excited, man. This is a, someone would say that this is a pretty, pr- another another finale with some huge, huge characters. Um, and I, we just gotta jump right on to, into this fight, man. The first up with the first round, we have King Koopa himself. And no, you're not hallucinating. He is not in another castle. He's right here, Mr. Bowser, King Koopa of the Super Mario franchise versus. Oh man, he went a long way. Yeah, he came a long way. He's he was from the '40s. You know, he 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 wanted to dance. Didn't get that dance. Got frozen. Yeah, he you know he was he was taking a chill pill for a minute. <laughs> hey, it is Steve Rogers, Captain America. That's our first round. Oh, boy. All right. So I do need to say, if you're somehow one of the few people in the world that haven't watched Avengers Endgame, you know, put this episode on pause for now because we are going to have to spoil it. Oh, yeah. Uh, otherwise, just listen through and then, you know, go see the movie knowing what happens with Captain America uh, because there's no way we couldn't talk about him. And, of course, that's not every version of Captain America, mm-hmm. but in many ways we do want to go with what's important culturally about these characters. Yep. And I mean, there is no more irreverent version of Steve Rogers than the MCU. Yeah. Uh, but let's talk a minute about Bowser and why he belongs in this fight before we talk about Captain America, because he is probably the first real villain character that, was reoccurring. It's like Mario, you know, launched with Donkey Kong as his bad guy. So people were like, oh, well, he's actually not like everyone always hated that that darn monkey that we want to get that ape. But really, it's like they got it right. And so that's why he came back. Yeah. You know, there was no reason they could have done totally new slew of enemies. Yeah. They they, there was nothing saying at the time of Super Mario Brothers 1 that when 2 came around, which, you know, in Japan, not in America, that Bowser would come back. But they were like, we got it right. We have Mario, we have Bowser, it's King Koopa, he's a bad guy, he's a big monster turtle, he's got spikes, and he's going to take a princess. And let's talk about different shades of a character. Bowser, I think, has, there's so many different, like, color versions of him, like, oh, yeah. like but he's still Bowser. I'm not saying that there's different versions of this takes on this character, but there's just different sides of Bowser. Yeah. Like, Bowser is, can be 
terrifying. Like if you ever see, I always thought like Giga Bowser was terrifying. And even like in the Yoshi Island games, when uh, Bowser, baby Bowser, who is actually Bowser, not baby Bowser Jr. Uh, you can tell because they don't have a bib. Um, he, he is terrifying when he grows big and it's just this dark shadow thing. You have to throw the giant eggs at him and stuff like that. Yeah. Do you remember the Teenage Ninja Turtles, the first movie? Yeah, yeah. When they the bad guys get the ooze, and then like there's the one I can't remember what the turtle's name, which which bad guy that is, um, but he's sort of like an anti Ninja Turtle, and he's all spiky. Oh, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot that guy's name, but that guy he, was terrifying. He always reminded me of Giga Bowser. Whenever yeah. I saw Giga Bowser, I always thought of that character. It's very scary. I think it's like the most terrifying version of Bowser. I think so too. But then there's also like the fun side of him too, where he's like kind of quirky. Uh, like you see the inside of how he runs his operation. You literally go inside him in a game. You literally go inside him. There's literally an entire game, Bowser's Inside Story, where you are <laughs> you're in Bowser the whole time. Yeah. And he's like, I, what I love about those games is that they show this side of Bowser that we never get to see is that he's, he's, he's more than just like a bad guy. He's just this, he's, he's cocky in like a really charming way. Uh, he is, the dialogue in those games are so fun. It's so good. Uh, it's, he's like that kind of guy that's like, oh, you're like, you don't think I could, I could chug this gallon of milk? Oh, oh yeah, well watch me. And like, that's, he doesn't actually do that, but like, you know, he, he, he doesn't like take no for an answer. Like, yep. He, he's the comic relief of him in these games are fantastic, but he's got different shades of him. I think it's, and I think that's awesome. He's a great reoccurring villain who's had a multitude of variations when it comes to his motivations. And he also doesn't always play the bad guy. So it's like an awesome, well-rounded, well-versed character, uh, pr- particularly suited for video games. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, we do have to wonder, like, how all that works in other mediums to tell a story. Yeah. But for his medium, what he's good for is it, it, he, like, really fills that role perfectly. So he's definitely, like, the ultimate Mario villain, for yeah. sure. Ultimate character, I don't know. Now, Steve Rogers, is he the ultimate leader of the Avengers? It, it's such a weird thing, that character, because he's made poor decisions right like he always he always seems like there's this gloss of like oh he's the right guy he always does the the right thing and even though sometimes he makes like maybe the morally right choices he's like a bit of a ned stark or like a Jon snow where Mm. he'll make what might be morally the the best choice you can make but actually like maybe sometimes you need to like do the wrong thing to do the right thing for everyone else yeah um and i think he's put himself and his team in precarious positions because of that but i mean that's really like the minority of the time right most of the time he's kicking butt taking names and he is like setting a good example for people yeah i totally agree man and uh but you know i think captain america i i feel like this is something we brought up before but he's very one shade i i think like we, we brought this up last time. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't mean it's a bad thing, but it's a, he, you know, like what I like about Bowser is that there's so many, like he's colorful. Uh, well, well, you know, Captain America is like, I feel like you know what you're going to get kind of a thing, you know, not saying that's a bad thing. I mean, that's, but, that's essentially like his journey in the MCU, right. Is learning to not just be a soldier, not just be someone who just fights for other people, but learning how to be selfish and doing something for himself. Right. I mean, yeah, Civil War is the first time he actually does that. Everyone, I think, likes to point to the end of Endgame where he does sort of a selfish thing and says, like, I'm done being Captain America. Like, it's time for new people to take over and lead. I'm, I deserve to have a life, which is like the thing Tony was always like trying to have, like, his life, but also be the hero. It's like, 
you know, they both ended up playing the opposite role of who they were. They were always like opposite sides. Tony learned how to be selfless. He learned how to be selfish. Yeah. But he was actually very selfish in Civil War because he was so hellbent on saving this person who, even though he didn't make those choices, mm-hmm. you know, the Winter Soldier, um, he still did a lot of very bad things. Yeah. And he, like, who is Captain America to say that, like, he should be free and let go and, like, not held accountable for something, you know? Yeah. Um, so I actually think Captain America's been very selfish before. So it's not totally good. And that's the weird thing because he's so good at hiding that. Like, you don't see it, right? Right. Like, doesn't he always just look like, oh, he's just such a good guy. He's, like, a kind of a boring character. But sometimes he's, like, like Civil War is arguably his fault. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Like, I don't think Iron Man's in the wrong. Yeah. Like, they paint Iron Man to look like the bad guy. But Captain America is fighting Iron Man. Yeah. And, like, trying to free the Winter Soldier the whole time. Like, he's doing the wrong thing, arguably speaking. Yeah. That's a good point, man. You know, and, uh, you know, I didn't think about this. This is really random when we're talking about Endgame. Um, but, you know, how Peggy was, like, like she she was married. It was, it was, Steve, it was Steve the whole time. Yeah, and he we like, also still don't know. We don't know. The whole like timeline thing is so weird. Yeah, that's great. Um, which is but, fine. Like whatever. But, Either way, like we know he did marry Peggy. Yeah. In some timeline, which is ours. Another one. Who cares? Yeah. He did it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which is great. Um, yeah. You know, he's like so. Cap is like someone we want to root for. You know, like we we want to root for. He's always been. He's, he's yeah. always been like the little guy, the yeah. one outside. Even in like Civil War, even if that means like morally and like decision making, he's like. He's like the the outside person, you know. But we want we root for him. We like him. That's cool. Yeah, I think Captain America's. You know, comparing the two characters, iconically, if you ask this question to anyone, I think even ten years ago, outside of like fans of comic books, they so would, basically they anyone know. else, yeah, everyone would know. I mean, people know the we, name Captain America, but people don't care about him. Yeah, people only care about him because of the last ten years. Yeah. But that's important because it's now going on to be, you know, it's possibly going to be the largest movie of all time. Um, it, it's a character that even for those that don't live in America, uh, people love, right? That's true. You know, which is an interesting thing. Um, I think the problem here between these two characters is uh, Bowser in some ways feels a little bit more interesting because he's a bad guy. Yeah. But um, as a character... We, I feel like we have to graft a lot onto him to give him personality. And it's like, I have to make concessions to talk about who's more relevant. It's like everyone loves Bowser, but now Captain America, I think, is more important. Yeah. And Captain America currently is more important than Bowser to people. I think, of course, Captain America would beat Bowser in a fight. Um, right? Are you, I think you agree with that, I believe. Captain America beat Bowser in a fight? I mean, Mario can. I think, I think Captain America beat up Mario. Yeah. Right? I mean, if all it takes is throwing him into some mines, then yeah. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> like, usually it's just stepping on him or jumping, you know? Yeah. It's like he's got the shield. He could stop the fire. I feel like Captain America could take Bowser in a fight. He definitely has a more complicated and interesting story than him. Yeah. Um, and I think there's another character who, in this match, is going to put up, from the next round, a better fight against Captain America. So I personally am willing to just like go through and say, like, he would win if we put him in any kind of a fight. He wins when it comes to who's more iconic, who's more culturally relevant. Uh, you know, maybe he loses in laugh factor. 
Uh, <laughs> I think he loses in Laugh Factor. Yeah, I think he loses in Laugh Factor. As to who's maybe more original, I don't know. It's a little bit of a toss-up. There really was nothing like Bowser. He was really, like, in many ways, first of his kind as this, like, reoccurring strong villain. I know, like, you could just be like, oh, he's just a monster or a kaiju. But um, it's really, he's really his own thing. Like, he really started, like, the bad guy mascot. Yeah. Like, he perfected it anyway. He made he it popular. And he likes to party, dude. I don't know. Steve doesn't like to really party. But that's not true. We've seen him had fun. Do you, yeah, are you are it's you it's leaning Bowser? Because I I mean I personally like I'm just trying to go through the things. I don't think Bowser can win this fight. I think he's a great villain, but I don't think he's a better character than Captain America or Steve Rogers. Uh, and it's not just because Steve Rogers is like a hero and Bowser is a bad guy, but it's just um. Most, Do you think it's just because of their platforms? Like, yeah, I think I think Bowser, and it, this isn't to say that all video game characters are limited, but I do think, like, especially because you don't play as him most of the time, yeah, we're yeah. putting most of the story onto Bowser, hmm. right? Like, Steve, we watch him have his own story and make his choices, whereas, like, with Bowser, it's like we're in inter- It's like he only shows up to, like, motivate the character you're playing as most of the time. Yeah. Sometimes you get to play as Bowser and do things, and that's where we get, like, more interesting bits with him, like the RPG games, things like that. But, but Bowser, t- man... He's also a good father, man. Yeah. He's also a great father. You know what I mean? He's also, he uh, and the his cousins, they're like, they're a great family. He's a great family, man. You know, I actually also, you're, you know, you bring up a good point here. Bowser's actually also had like a lot of like magical powers before and like traveled yeah. space and time and stuff. And Maybe, history. Yeah, yeah, Steve Rogers actually might have a big problem fighting Bowser. Yeah, I don't think. Maybe in a cage match, it's like no problem. I don't even know, because, like, he couldn't take down Thanos by himself. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, Thor couldn't. couldn't. Thor couldn't do that. Well, Thor wasn't feeling great. Yeah, he, he was, he was, you know, yeah. Thor needed to hit the gym. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I want to, this is the weird thing, because though we're talking about it, I honestly, like, I, I'm finding, like, and it might just because I played, like, every Mario game that I know there's, like, more to Bowser than, like, than us putting a story onto him, like, there's actual story for Bowser. Like, there is, but do you, I guess my question is this. Do you really think Bowser, mm, I, I just feel like there's more meat to Steve Rogers. I, is there and a, not it, just because there's more story. Is there a, is there a, you know, a Captain America at? I guess, a, well, here's my question. You know, you, know what I think, you know what I think my problem is? What's that? I think my problem is I don't know where Bowser comes from. I think that's my problem. Like Steve Rogers, like I, this isn't, I don't want to just hand this off to, well, he's in the comic books and the movies. There's so much story to pull from, so he's a better character. Yeah. Because there's also so many video games to pull from for Mario. But with all of that, can you tell me, like, where does he come from? Like, why is he a bad guy? Like, I don't actually know who he is. I think that's my problem with Bowser. Bowser was brought into royalty uh-huh. and was under the care of Comic. Uh, who is that? Comic is the wizard. Uh, on a broom that is oh in, yeah uh, comic was the one who like raised bowser so he raised bowser right uh, where is and, this where do you learn this uh it's all in it's yoshi's island oh yoshi's island that's like i said that's not baby bowser okay i'm sorry that's this not bowser is, jr that's baby it's bowser. baby bowser okay. as that's a baby version of bowser um you can tell because it doesn't have a bib right bib is bowser jr right uh, so he was born into this royalty, and I think Comic was under the impression of you know it's it's a very I think Bowser has an empire kind of look at things where he thinks he's doing what's right for like everything. He's real Daenerys Targaryen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, so I, I I don't know. I I think we we know where he comes from. 
Uh, he, I think he's just trying to rule. Does no, this is interesting. I like the idea that maybe we could pick Bowser over Steve Rogers. I'd like us to continue going down this line. I just we we there's more to explore here. You've convinced yeah. you've you've convinced me now. So here's a question because he's always King Koopa. How, does he have his own castles? Like when so when Mario's going through. So I played a lot of the games. Yeah. But um, when I was younger, I would just hit A button sometimes on that story when they were talking because I just wanted to play that game. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I probably missed some of this because I played that game. Yeah. Uh, but as you say that, I'm like, wait, I do know he's royal. Like he's king of the Koopas. The castles. I don't know why. I always just assumed that he took over the Mushroom Kingdom and that's where Mario was fighting. But really, like, all these things had to live in these places. Yeah, right? and, and that's the thing. Everything is untouched, man. Like, he didn't... If you look at the the worlds that Mario goes through and stuff, like, Bowser doesn't, like, enslave people. Yeah, they're or not... Or actually, I mean, he captures, like, peaches and some toads, but that's just, like, that's just, like, a little war between two kingdoms. Like, yeah. if you look at the actual, like, the Mushroom Kingdom in entirety, he's not, like, he's not doing what, uh, what Robotnik's doing. He's not capturing these, like you know, these villages and putting them into robots and stuff. I mean, it's just, this is very game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Very like, game of Thrones. like if I was just born under the rule of Koopa, I would look at the mushroom people as bad. Cause they're like sending people like Mario, Luigi, and just killing all of my family. Yeah. And why? Because my King stole their princess. But like, also like, is that make it okay for him to like commit genocide? Yeah. And, and Mario goes into different areas that aren't necessarily right. these creatures who are paired it's up not with Bowser. From his realm. Like he goes into uh, the Forest of Illusions and just stomps on Wigglers. Like you know what I mean? Like like Wigglers don't have any affiliation with Bowser. They're just trying to live their life in this forest. Is Mario the villain? <laughs> <laughs> I think Mario uh, Mario might be. Uh, he's he's become a villain out of like like unintentionally. Like, is yep. he only the good guy because he's on our side because of because the perspective we're given is the toads are good and Peach is is taken and so kill the bad guy? Yeah. And, like, look, what all Bowser's doing with those castles is building a little bit of real estate. But those are, like, his castles, right? Yeah, and he gives them. He didn't, like, he's take so them cool. over. He takes that wealth and he takes that, that and he divides it amongst his family. He gives those castles to every one of his cousins. He's a family man. Huh. I will say they 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 made a big mess of the Isle of Delfino. Oh yeah, they did. But that was Delfino that was, Island was not like that. It was. It definitely was not. That was Bowser Jr. Though Bowser gave Bowser Jr. that power, and it was like, here, son, we're gonna get you a mom. Okay, that that does that does <laughs> that actually. That's where it gets a little convoluted. <laughs> but there, so there are times though. I think where he is like definitely the bad guy too. Yeah. Like, I yeah, mean, he's still sure. not good during these things. Okay, so he's a more interesting character than I I anticipated. Um, this is, now, is, now this is tough. I, um, but, like, you know, I do like Steve Rogers, though. And, like, it's just, to me, I think this is an interesting matchup because we've never had two characters like this where one comes from a game, comes from, like, gaming like this, where it's like, you know, what makes a character ultimate? Is it... Is it an interesting backstory? Is it, or is it like, like is, for example, like Bowser is iconic too. Like, yeah. it's globally iconic. You're bringing too. up like, good points. We really haven't, like, because we need to make sure when we talk about comic book characters that we don't just auto say they're better because of the amount of content they have. And video game characters, we can't just like push them aside because of their medium. We need to look at how 
they're reflected by their medium and then of course compare them outside of that as well and so like this is this is a really interesting revelation here because we haven't it's funny we actually didn't get a ton of video game characters the first time around yeah we really didn't um so that's why i think now like now that we actually have a really strong one yeah um and like i feel like like bowser is someone that like is recognized and you know appreciated globally like like oh yeah people love bowser Bowser is a huge character people love like he's not a hated villain he's a liked villain yeah um, I'm going to say one thing about Steve Rogers that I don't like. I think although he did a selfish thing at the end, and I think it's fine, um, I think it was unfair to his friends to not tell them what he was going to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that was like really unfair for after like everyone did so much together. Like, And I get like that like maybe people would have tried to stop him or whatever, but I don't know. It just seemed like he didn't really care about them anymore when he came back almost. He's like, yeah. I'm not going to tell you what I did. And, like, there's just, like, a couple people there. It's, like, he's not saying goodbye to anyone. Um, and I just feel like there's this, like, big problem of the fact that he's saying, I'm done being Steve Rogers, even though he actually knows he doesn't have to be. Mm-hmm. Because they could put him on that machine and take the watch off and push time through him and make him young again. And then he could just be Captain America again. Uh, but he's like, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm just retired and I'm just going to go die. So... Like, I don't know. I don't know if I, I feel like he's kind of giving up and I feel like Bowser never gives up. Well, Bowser's <laughs> Bowser resilient. He's persistent. He never gives up. Yeah, dude. He never gives up. Uh, you know, man. We got to pick someone though we because pick. we're like 25 minutes in now and we haven't picked a winner. Oh, man. I didn't. Ex- honestly, honestly, Christian, I did not expect this at all. I uh, I thought it was I was just to- trying to call the match because I'm like, we got Ahsoka and Michael coming up. Let's just throw. <laughs> like, come on. Like, it's Steve Rogers and Bowser, right? Bowser's not going to win. But now it's like, I don't know. Like, he is a cool character, but isn't he just like the ultimate soldier? Bowser? No, like Steve, oh, Rogers, Steve Rogers, right? Yeah. Like, and he, he does fight for good, and he points out, like, a lot of the hypocrisy of, like, government leadership and war. Like, even though he's a soldier, yeah. he, like, is always fighting against just following orders, essentially, and, like, how, like, tyrannies and dictatorships are, are born out of that, and yet he's supposed to be the representation of the army. Yeah. So, is this, like, weird conflict of interest with the character? Um, but, like, I guess at the end of the day, he's just, like, a super-powered guy from, like, the worst generation, Who's basically destroying the planet currently? <laughs> like, and, and don't, not to say that Captain America didn't have its flaws and stuff. Like, you know, he, I think it's, you're right. He did become selfish by the end of it. He, he like, I, I kind of like that he was selfish at the end because, like, he's been through so much, you know, and like, uh, he lost, and I think that's great. You know what's weird? I'm leaning towards Bowser, dude. I'm totally leaning towards Bowser now. This is all I think your Bowser fault. is like people it is are my not fault. Be happy about or people this. are gonna be really upset people with me. Look, here's the thing though. It's like I love Captain America. Like the MCU is amazing, but like, and and they did a great job of making him look amazing. But really, in the grand scheme of things, like, is he that much better than like Thor? Is he that much better than Iron Man? I don't think so. I think Thor is a better character than him. I think yeah. Iron Man's a better character. Like, I don't. Like, is he that I think original? He's a, like, he's just, like, in a sea of super soldiers. Yeah, and, like, I think he's a he's a good leader. But, like, that doesn't... To me, that doesn't make an interesting character. It's, it doesn't mean I'm not going to root for him and, like, be like, yeah, uh, and be excited for when he gets what he wants. But to me, it just seems like, yeah, he's the leader. You know? And, and like, even in, in, in regular shows, like, in a lot of shows, the leader... The side characters are usually better than the leader. Yeah. I mean, he does fight for everyone, is yeah. the thing. He tries to fight for everyone. Like, he is... He is a great, he's a great symbol 
But I don't know. I don't know if him just being like, I think he's just like the idealized version of like the symbol of a hero. Um, But is there anything really that unique about that? It's just like he's sort of like this perfected version of what like people have been like writing about in fiction for a long time. And like, it's like they just made a really good version of that. Yeah. He's just like a better version of all the versions of Captain America that came before him and like, folklore and history. Yeah. I don't know, man. Because, and like, it's tough. We got to look at some of this because, like, he's not, I don't know, he's Captain America. It's hard. I, it would be really hard to say that he's not as culturally relevant as Bowser. I don't, I don't know. But you, I mean, it's very also easy to argue that people love Bowser. I feel like if we had this, if we, if we did this episode before Endgame or when we just saw yeah. it, it would be different. I think we would be like a little biased. You know, yeah. but I think now that we're on the the cooldown of it all, like really thinking about it, I've never I like Cap a lot, but he's not my favorite character in the MCU, and he's not you know I don't know, and I think like the fact that we can talk about Bowser being scary and and funny and uh you know like all these other things, I think it's far more interesting. But yeah, you're bringing up a good point. Honestly, I'll say this, Matt. I don't know what I'm going to be able to like, there's so many things you can talk about in his story, but it's all going to come down to like, he has a couple conflicts and he's a really powerful super soldier. Yeah. And like, he's this great ideal that you want to achieve, but like everyone's always going to fail to achieve. And he does. And that's sort of an amazing story. Uh, and it's a great thing for people to use as like inspiration, motivation. People look up to captain America, but there's so many other versions of him and that idea. And although there are other Bowsers, like, he is sort of this like really weird character that it fits this like special niche that didn't exist before him. And they just continue to, although use him in a way that makes sense for the character, they're still just making him weirder every time. Like they have fun with that character. Yeah. And I think it's far more interesting. Matt, I'm going to follow your lead here. I'm I'm calling it because we got to move on. I'm going to follow your lead here. I'm calling it, but I'm sorry, Cap. You're not going to get that dance after all. Bowser's going forward. <laughs> I can't believe what just happened. Sorry, sorry, ah! Cap. Sorry, Cap. She's in another castle. Oh, oh, that's just the first. We're just, we have two more fights. This is the biggest upset, I think, in our series so far. Yeah. I didn't think there was i mean i tried to just like get us through this in 10 minutes i was like all right let's just get on to the next one yeah um i honestly now thought I don't too, know what's thought, about to happen i thought that it was i thought we were gonna give it to cap immediately but but i feel like we had a very like when we actually got into it i think bowser's a more interesting character i don't know what's about to happen now oh god all right um next up so, what do we got christian so the next round we have is it's hard to explain what he is so, spoiler warning, if you haven't watched The Good Place. <laughs> uh, his name is Michael. He is an architect, but he doesn't necessarily make good places, although he might tell you that. He is not a fallen angel, but almost like the opposite. He's sort of like a demonic being who is on the path to enlightenment, is actually really what his story is in a very clever way. And he wields an awesome power, but has... No, he he started as a character with like no sense of morality or empathy, and you're just watching him go through life. Like he's basically going through like 
the journey of a child going through life and learning emotions and learning about empathy and humility and what it means to be a person and to be selfish or to be selfless and all of those things. So he's this really incredible character. But also there's another character, and she's from space. What's her name? Ahsoka Tano from Star Wars, The Clone Wars, and Star Wars Rebels. Ahsoka was Anakin's, uh, Anakin Skywalker's Padawan, uh, who later, um, we're going to get into some major spoilers. Yeah. Um, just in general. Yeah, this is the such a spoiler episode. Yeah, yeah. Later, she is like like one of the last Jedi. Uh, you know, she, people, like, she discovers time travel in the Star Wars universe. Uh, she, well, yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah. Ish, ish. Yeah. She, yeah, yeah. Uh, she, Van, she's a, a really cool character. Yeah. Have you had a chance to see that episode yet? I, I just wanted to the last one. Oh, thank one. Yeah. God, because yeah. otherwise I was going to have to tell you what happens. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Dude. Because it's so crazy. I can't wait for her to be in, like, the movies. Because, like, I should, why, yeah. why isn't she in there yet? She's the character I want to see in the movies the most. I want to see a live action of Sokotano so bad. Um, okay, so these two characters are going to be really hard to compare because they're very different. Yes. They're yes, very, yes, yes. very different characters. On the one hand, we have a character from a totally original series. Yep. Who... I, in many ways, struggle to, like, directly compare to anything. I'm sure there are probably um, characters from mythology and, like, uh, different like, religious uh, texts. Probably, like, like, religious texts where there's characters like, like this. Or, like, Adam Sandler in Little Nicky. I'm just kidding. Oh, I'm God. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> He's um, in the bucket. No, I'm Yeah, I mean, kidding. I guess I guess a little bit like that, yeah. But, like, in the worst way possible. Yeah, yeah. Um, but ah- and Ahsoka's very much the opposite. Like, she's in one of the biggest franchises in the world, like super established world has connections to some of the most interesting characters. Yeah. Uh, and although that's an interesting part of her story, we also need to try and look at that like separately, like what I totally makes agree. her interesting on her own, but you can't disregard that. Like the fact that she, her master was who became Darth Vader in the pr- it, like, transition of it. Yeah. All, she was there. I mean, that is one of the most interesting things possible. And it's such an interesting part of her story. Cause she then later fights Darth Vader. Yeah. Um, so, there's a lot to unpack with the two of them. Luckily, we have discussed who these characters were in the past, so we should try to just directly see if we can compare them because I think talking about what makes them great is just going to make this more confusing for us. And luckily, like we did that during the character introduction episode, so hopefully you listened to those in the past. Yep. So let's just let's just try and go to some categories because I, I don't know how else to do this with these two. Um, cultural relevancy, I think you have to give it to Ahsoka, but I don't think it's by a massive margin. Yeah, because she's still like... You know, unless you've seen the animated series, which I would say a lot of people haven't, uh, which is unfortunate. But a lot of people still have. Yes. (laughs) Enough people, a lot of people have watched either Rebels or Clone Wars. Yeah. Then have watched, I mean, The Good Place is only three years old. Right. So it's limited in scope, but it's, I wouldn't just, I wouldn't, I'll get, I would say she, she's definitely more culturally relevant, especially also if you consider, you know, how impactful she is here because she's like really the first woman Jedi for all of the girls to attach themselves to not Ray. Like she was really the first one. Yeah. Um, I mean, there had been other women Jedi and like other elements of like the expanded universe. If you had the books in the past, Mm. but, or some of the old games, but this is the first real character that is actually still canonical that has a journey and every, like, yeah, it's not just a side character or one of the masters on the council. This is like a real person they can talk about. Yeah. Um, and you know, I, I, I feel like Ahsoka too, like, like she's just someone that 
in this like she's to me she's one of the most interesting characters in the Star Wars universe. Uh, she's someone who like like saw things like like you know saw the choices that were being made and decided to like take action and to like you know that maybe she shouldn't be listening to this or you know maybe maybe this isn't right. Uh, and a lot of Star Wars is like we have to follow the Jedi way or we have to follow the empire what the what the emperor wills you know what i mean like she's the one who she has a very like her own view on everything and with all the stuff that she's been given you know yeah but that's i mean that's where these two characters are aligned there yeah. are the biggest thing where these characters are aligned in, is in how they question the systems that they come up in and where they draw their power from both michael and her draw their power from different places she comes from what is supposedly the path of enlightenment he comes from the darkest path possible mm-hmm. and he questions both that and how the good path like work and he's sort of winding up somewhere in the middle which is maybe going to bring him to a sense of enlightenment whereas she sees how the enlightened can actually be like causing problems for other people in the world and actually ignoring real problems and how you know yeah. the darkness uh although it's bad like they're at least asking questions that other people like it's you know they they're both able to see that maybe things aren't black and white and they're coming from different directions you know and you know what's what's really interesting about michael is that michael is a prime example of someone who (laughs) who's like afraid of like for for like you know it's a it's on a more complex scale than this but for for the for now it's like he's someone who who who's afraid of failing with his idea because he doesn't want to like lose his job and face like consequences that that kind of pushes him to see his failure and and change you know what i mean like like it's just such a funny thing because he's this is you know this godlike being right and he's uh it's his fear of like disappointing his bosses that eventually actually causes him to have this path of realization you know which I think is a funny, it's not only funny, but it's like a very human characteristic. Yeah. I mean, that's, and that's like Michael's whole journey is about becoming human. Yeah. And I think that's, but that's, it's weird. Like this is still, their journey is the thing where they align. Yeah. Like it's, it's just in the opposite directions or two characters headed in other, in the other direction. Neither fully goes to either side. Like she has never become bad. Yeah. Michael never, might never become a perfectly good person just because you can't like forgive, like you can't undo bad things you've done you know like he'll be he, he can be a character that's become enlightened becomes good um but he's still done bad things yeah um he'll be an angel by the end of it i'm not sure yeah I'm sure. or 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 i mean I, you know there's a lot of, i i don't know I, I i wonder i wonder if there will be a new medium place uh it's the thing they've said from the beginning it's like there should be a medium place Oh yeah, you know it's yeah. like maybe there, <laughs> maybe things aren't so black and white. Like, cause it just feels like when the, everything they keep talking about morality on that show is like there isn't always a, an answer. Like you have to pick one. It's like everything's always binary, right? And it's like yeah. isn't the problem that things aren't binary? And that's like the same thing with Star Wars. Like, and it's even in the current arc of like the current series, it's like the Jedi and the Sith. It's like everything is just too binary, and the world isn't. It, it's not two choices. There's more choices in life than that. Dang. It's, Dang, dude. it's um it's hard it's hard to pick it's hard to pick um who you know he has a more original character because i i've never seen this story done before except so, for little nicky yeah i'm just kidding <laughs> yeah kinda but it's still still it's still so different because it, um it's very different uh because not- he's actually very much like a padawan where yeah. this is the first time he's been given power to create something and have control over everyone whereas like little nicky is like a no, god and- 
and, and he's like, you know, little Nicky was the son of an angel. Yeah. Uh, and his, his mom, his dad's the devil. So he's yeah. like, he's got good in him. So and, it's like, right. And, but he's also imbued with power that like, he's always been strong. Uh, it's just like, it's, yeah. He gives everyone Popeye's chicken. Michael's very much like in training in the same way right. Ahsoka was like learning. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they're both always learning and, um, Ooh, this is a, this is a, this is a very interesting matchup. This one, they're, they're a lot more similar than I thought they would be. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's their journey that connects them. Everything else they do is so like couldn't well, be. Well, funny factor gotta you know. go to Michael. Uh huh. I think Michael's got a little little funny factor. Oh, laugh factor. Laugh factor. Laugh factor goes to Michael Fosho. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, cage match fight. It's gonna go to Ahsoka. Yeah. Um, just because since he's a demonic being, it has to be in a place in which someone can win a fight. <laughs> right. Uh, like you can't kill something that's already dead. But when he's like on Earth. Let's just give him some of his powers, but he's still on Earth. Yeah, I think he would still get wrecked by Ahsoka Tano. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I uh, totally she, agree. She does have Force powers. Um, hmm. Who would you rather? Uh, who would? Uh, who'd be a good hang, man? With these two? Oh, who'd be a good hang? Oh, I'd rather hang out with Michael. I, I mean, I don't know. I think I would like Ahsoka's really cool. But she, she is but, really but, cool. But she, she has a li- oh, she has a lightsaber though. She's got a lightsaber. Yes, she, she could do the force. Well, you need to have a little drinkies and uh, she could play do the lightsaber. force. Oh, oh, that seems bom, dangerous. Bom, bom, bom. That <laughs> seems dangerous. Uh, Michael I'm, actually probably would be fun. Um, I think that's actually I would give that to Michael because he's funny and there's a reason why he connects with like people he, he connects with like you know Kristen Bell and uh in the show because like he's actually a lot more he he likes he likes human interaction. Yeah. Uh, I think he well, likes fun. to learn. He likes learning. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, um, I would get a beer with him, but in almost any other situation, now that you mentioned it, I might hang out with Ahsoka. Yeah. Uh, I would like to play with a lightsaber, yeah. but that also is just cause she's in star Wars. All right. So hang time. We'll like, you know, we'll go with Michael Okay. because I'm just giving her the lightsaber. Okay. That's why I'm doing it. Cause she's from star Wars, but that's not for her. It's now I, I want to say, I want to give her like an impact point because she is really like this character that women fans in Star Wars have wanted forever and that they never truly got like got with Leia because she never really got the force abilities and they're finally getting with Rey um but like they didn't have to wait for Rey like there was this other character and what's amazing about it is it was really for the newer generation of kids because it was in the animated series like that's who this was made for yeah, yeah. so there's a whole generation of girls growing up who they look at Rey and that's actually not their first girl Jedi like, Rey is the first girl Jedi for people probably my age and older. You know, people, like, in their late 20s, uh, 30s or up. But, like, anyone that's younger, they didn't have to wait for her. So, like, Ahsoka already, like, filled that role, which is amazing. And a really cool thing about her for Star Wars is she's actually, like, the first Jedi other than, like, Yoda. But that's an alien that's important. Like, she's the only one that's, like, not, like... Just yeah. another human like dude. Yeah. And yeah. also most of the dudes are white dudes like outside of Samuel Jackson, you know, so like they're giving like at least just some other form of representation, even though it's an alien. That's true. It's just but it it, it makes her even that much more different. Right. Yeah. All right. Let me ask you this. You have your first stand up show at Flappers Comedy. You Flappers you Comedy. Okay. have two tickets and you offer them to to both oh. of these people who would you who do you think's going to show up take michael to the comedy show well who do you think's going to show up oh. who would you actually show up to support you 
At well, your, wait, I'm performing? You're performing. Oh, I'm performing. Yeah, you're, it's your first I give both one. tickets. You, you gave oh, one we're to not, each. Sorry, I, I clearly... There are okay. two comps. Right. You give one to Michael, you give one to Ahsoka. Man, who's this going? is such a weird question because when you started with the comedy store, I'm like, oh, well, who's funnier? It's going to go to Michael. And then it's like, oh, who's going to come with me? And now it's, I'm performing. Who's going to support me? <sighs> this is hard. And here's why. Yeah. I would think Michael won't show up because I think... Michael would be worried about not finding it funny and not being able to hide that and like sell it because he's like not good at you know what I mean like I think he would just be like worried about like doing a bad thing because yeah, he's yeah. like so focused on like being a good friend yeah that he'd be like oh it's probably just better if I don't go and I like give an excuse yeah because he'd be like he's not that funny he shouldn't be doing this and I'm just gonna make this worse uh and I think Ahsoka would go but I don't know if she'd get any of my jokes but she'd still go. <laughs> I think she would go. I think I think you can... I mean, unless, like, something crazy happened and she, you know, she was needed somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, the emperor showed up or something and she's like, sorry, I got to deal with this. I'd be like, well, you know, you probably should go do that. But I think she would show up. Yeah, I think so, too. Right? I think she'd be a good friend. I think she's... um, Yeah, I think she's actually slightly more reliable I think so. than Michael. I think Michael tries his hardest like you can rely on Michael to try for you, um, but he is a more flawed character. Although that's one of the things that makes him interesting than Ahsoka in a lot of ways. Um, I don't know if she has as many character flaws as Michael does. Yeah, uh, but I think that's okay. Which begs yeah, which begs the question: Does that make him I think a, that, a more like, interesting character? I think Ahsoka. I still think you know what's interesting. You know what's funny is that you, we kind of talked about this with Captain America, but you know, but like, I, I for some reason I feel like Ahsoka is much more interesting. Um, Oh, I think I really thought today was immediately going to be Ahsoka Captain America, which again, like we try not to, we don't, we don't talk about this ahead of time. I haven't been thinking about it, but when we sat down, I was like, all right, this is going to come down to the guy who goes back in time to be selfish or the girl who waits for a portal to open in time so she can come to the future and continue her journey. Like she, she gets old as hell and she's like, let's go fight and keep adventuring together. And Captain America's like, I'm like 40, but you know what? I'm going to hang it up. Yeah. So, like, I really thought it was going to come down to them two, and she was probably going to clean it up because I, I think she's a better character than him, bar none. But I don't know. Michael's, like, kind of more interesting. Yeah, but there's... I, I think so, too. But all, but hear, hear me it's out. It's like, do we want to just give is, this to heroes? Like, is, is this Michael, just always going to be heroes win? Is Michael doing this? or The perception is that he's doing it because he realizes that the system's flawed. But do you think he's doing it because, like, because of he's like a like because of his failure? Because he thinks that he like, like he he messed up so bad that he's like the lengths he goes to to like fix his mess. No, I think he's doing it because he realized for the first time in his life that he doesn't know everything, and I think he likes to learn and understand how things work. And I think the second he went through this eye-opening experience of, oh my God, we're wrong, like, yeah. like just because we were given the right to like torture these people doesn't mean we should be maybe they don't actually deserve it and also like why should we want to do that and just like he didn't even understand humans he thought he did so it's like how can he judge beings that he doesn't even understand so i think i think his like he he goes on like the ultimate self-discovery journey like the story is him it's very much the same journey people go when they grow up you know like the first moment people a lot of people feel this way like in their early 20s it's like they're at a job and they realize for the first time like 
with the people that are older than them in higher positions, you're like, oh, you don't actually like know anything. Yeah. And it's like, there actually aren't like any rules. There's like no real right way to do anything. And like everything I was told was like everyone making their best guess, but like everything I ever learned, like there's no real right answer. And it's like, Michael discovers that. And I feel like that's his motivation. Yeah. That's his whole thing. He's becoming human. Yeah. yeah. Which just means he's going on the journey of like a child becoming an adult. Yeah. And like learning what that means. Yeah. Um, You know, it's about personal responsibility. Like Ahsoka goes on a really incredible like actual journey, but Michael's going on an incredible actual journey and an incredible personal journey. And the most personal journey Ahsoka goes on is her dealings with the Jedi Council and with her her former master. But it's still all very like steeped in like traditional mythology um, and fiction. And it's like, I just can't compare any character to Michael. Like, Michael and Janet are two, like, on The Good Place are two of the most interesting characters I've ever seen. And I have such a hard time comparing either of them to anyone but each other. Like, they're both kind of going on the same journey together. Yeah. Um, You know, she's like this sort of, like, robot. Like, she doesn't actually have a personality and she's learning to get one. And he is, like, I mean, that's the closest you would compare her to. Right. It's like a her character. Yeah. Right? Like... AI becoming sentient but he actually has sentience and he had emotions he just didn't understand the range of them like he never understood Ooh. what they meant I don't know I, th- I, I think, think we're, I think we're close I think, I think what do you th- I'm gonna let you if you think I'm with you if you're if you're leaning that way I think today's episode has gotten us Matt to where we wanted to be last year uh, with the previous season when it came to discussing the legends of science fiction and fantasy and comics where we need to really like consider the fact that just because they go on these like epic journeys doesn't actually make them better characters because that's not necessarily their story. That's that whole journey. And it's like they're all going on these journeys. But it's like what these characters do during those journeys, who they are and the kind of decisions they make is actually what makes them ultimate fictional characters. And I still stand by Doctor Who because like do sure, too. Doctor Who's journeys were so incredible, but it's like man, the personal journey of Doctor Who is why Doctor Who won. It's why yeah. Doctor Who beat Ash. But I don't think Captain America or Ahsoka show the kind of personal journey and growth that Michael has in only three seasons of a 12-episode sitcom. Of their uh, 20 minutes long. Yeah. I think he is a better character than Ahsoka Tano. <sighs> I'm with you, man. I am I with you. I can't believe what I just said. <laughs> this is... This is this whole episode is one big upset for a lot of people. I bet. Uh, thank you for sticking with us. Uh, we still got to declare champion. So Michael is looks like he's going forward to the good place, uh, and Ahsoka is going to go uh, on that train to wherever Mindy is. Ah- Ahsoka Tano, by the way, is like one of my absolute favorite characters in all Star Wars. Yeah, uh, me too. Which, which is crazy. It's my favorite movie franchise. Yeah. So, like I still, I love the MCU, but I still love Star Wars slightly more. I just love Star Wars so much. So and to say this at all is, <laughs> to say this at all is uh, madness. Um, wow. But I just, I can't, I can't disagree with it. I can't. So is Bowser better than Michael or is Michael better than Bowser? Which of these characters is moving on to our quarterfinals? Here we go. I'm this, a, no, you no, please. No, 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 please. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have, I didn't have I anything. I was going to start talking. Oh. And I was hoping something was going to come out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to start off please. real quick. That I just want to say that both these characters are kind of two mediums that haven't made it this far, I don't think. Bowser is a video game character. 
and I think the fact that the Bowser's impactfulness to everything, uh, and like just you, you recognize him. He is like the baddie. Um, I think that's huge. That's it's so important. I mean, you've totally sold me on this. Like we, I feel like we've recontextualized the way that we need to look at video game characters. Yeah. Um, and granted, as well as like these bigger mythology characters, and, and now I'm I'm on board with him being very like he's definitely worthy of this title. So. So I agree with and that. And he goes, you know, and even though he does side sometimes, like he does become, he fights with Mario and Peach or whatever. It's usually for his own benefit. Like he's, he's you know, which I, it's not a bad thing. It's just like, he's more of a war leader. You know what I mean? Like a ruler uh, who's just trying to do what's best for his kingdom. Um, and like, if that means he needs to pair up with his enemy to defeat their enemy, like a united enemy, then that's what he's, that's what he's going to do. You know, he, he like, like he fights hard for his people. Yeah, Bowser is amazing, but he's also, you know, man. I, okay, we're we're talking about Michael in a second, but I want to say I have one problem with Bowser. Yes, and it's not that he's a villain and that he does bad things. It's that it's never clear to me why he's making that choice. Like, why is he just taking Peach? Like, it makes him like a bit of like a weird predator character. Yeah, you know, um, which like. We don't actually know if that's the case, but there's just like something weird about it. But it's just, I don't understand why he makes those choices. Like, I wish we could get more understanding about the bad guy choices he makes. According to Mario Sunshine, it's to give baby Bowser a mom. In that story. That's pretty weird. Yeah. Which is where, like, of all the games where it felt predatory, uh, yeah, yeah. that was the most. <laughs> um, I do think that, you know, I like the story that. He's just trying to, you know, unite the kingdoms that he's like, yeah, no, in a I, very forceful. Like, he's trying to. I get that. I totally get that. But I just feel like there was I feel like there I wish there was more because I like everything else about this character. But that's like it's just it's a hanging Chad for me right now. A hanging right? Chad. Yeah. What's that? It's a it's an old reference for older people to get, Matt. Don't worry about oh, it. Okay. It's a, it's a <laughs> reference to the 2000 election of Al Gore and George Bush. <laughs> Excellent, excellent. It's, like, it's the it's the punch cards, yeah. That when you vote and like you have the little holes and the hanging chads where the holes weren't totally pushed through, and so then they didn't count those votes. They called them hanging chads. Yeah. So those votes weren't counted. So I'm saying like, like I get it. Like I'm on board with like him being a good bad guy, and it's interesting, and I get his backstory. But I'm like, it just feels like there's. It's not a totally totally fleshed out. Like I feel like there's not. I'm with we got to we got to figure out. Okay, look. I'm with you. Look, look I'm with. That's you the that. thing. That's the thing. It's like we're comparing him to Michael. Michael, if anything, all of his motivations are. That's his whole his whole character journey is about him and his decision making and why. Like it's all about context for him. And that's I think the thing with Bowser is like I, I still have questions about context. Yeah, I and get then that. even like in the context, I still think the choices he makes are weird. I'm like, why don't you just. I don't know. Just go fight. Like you just you outnumber them by so much, and you allow Mario to go like almost one on one against these things at a time as he like walks up to you. Like why not just just take over? Let me ask you this: Just take just take out. over. Hear me out. Who is a better villain? Who who makes the better? Who who makes the better? Who would make the better like torture? They're the same. <laughs> like how many times did Michael reboot them? How many times has Bowser done the same thing to Mario? Like they're the same character. <laughs> oh my gosh. You know, yeah. Like Michael's just at the stage where he's like, "I guess I'm gonna go golfing and kart racing with you now." <laughs> like, <Yeah. best. laughs> that's pretty funny. Like the only way, and this is the other possible shocking ending to the Good Place. 
is that in the end, he actually, they've all been screwing with him and all of the other stuff they've been doing, they've still been in the bad place and they're just torturing them still. Oh, yeah. And, like, they're giving, like, by literally just allowing them to think that they're going to get to the good place or do any of this that they're working with him is just, like, again, just, like, a tease just to torture them more. Yeah. And he actually is super evil. (laughs) Like... That's also a possibility. I'd be okay with because that's too. literally like his whole plan in the beginning. Remember, like I'm gonna tell them they're in the good place, but I'm actually gonna slowly psychologically torture them for eternity. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's Michael's pretty, pretty good. Michael, Michael's pretty, pretty <laughs> it's evil. pretty evil. You know, I think I'd say they're about equally they're evil. pretty equal. I, Michael's journey is pretty great. Yeah, Michael's journey is really and, great because it's it's a personal one, and he he he. I I, I haven't seen Bowser do that. No, I, I think, and this is... He's the, a partier, though. The guy parties. This is, and maybe you can help me here, but this is where I think I was still, like, I was almost just willing to go Captain America from the beginning. Was, um, I think it's just going to get harder and harder to argue for Bowser. Yeah. Um, But we should try. We should try. So, cultural relevancy goes to Bowser. Absolutely. He's a more important, bigger character to more people than Michael on The Good Place. Yeah. Michael doesn't, like, that's period. There's no way around. No that. way. No way. No way around that. They serve totally different audiences, but regardless of that fact, way more people will forever be familiar. Yeah. With Bowser. Yeah. <laughs> like the end. Uh, character originality. It's a coin flip. Because when Bowser was banned, there was no yeah. one like him. There was no one, and there were. I mean, there were probably other you know bad guy mascots in other right, games, right. but um, none of them landed like Mario and Bowser did together. Yeah. I don't think Mario would have worked without Bowser. Yeah. So that is, uh, again, it's it's a weird thing you have to think about. You should be like, oh, well, there's so many video game bad guys. It's like today. But when you consider originality, you have to think about the time in which they were made. So, yes, that's that's either one. Um, who would win in a fight? Bowser. Yeah, probably, right? Bowser would win in a fight, dude. Yeah, Michael does have some powers. Um, if he's killable, Bowser would probably win. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'd say home field advantage, Michael wins. Otherwise... Bowser, um, home field advantage. Michael definitely wins because he's just going to get to torture Bowser forever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with that being said, Michael has beat death. Like he has left <laughs> death and come back to life. Yeah. Just like Mario. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> so maybe he could eventually take Bowser down. Um, so like there are some more points currently in Bowser's uh, side here. Um, laugh factor. I'm giving it to Michael. Bowser can be funny. But he's not as funny as Michael is. Dude, honestly, I'm like those Mario RPGs. Bowser's really funny. Yeah. But I guess what I would say to that is um, that's a character he's been shown he can be. But that's not like who the character usually is. Yeah, that makes sense. So like I think we can pull from those things from time to time when we need to. But also I think if you're going to say like, oh, no, he's hilarious. You should look at this like one or two games he did out of like the other hundred appearances. It's like. All right, sure. You catch him on the right day, Bowser could be hilarious. But, <laughs> but like, unless you get the second Tuesday of the month, like most of the time he's either playing a sport or just trying yeah. to take over and take Peach. Yeah, and mo- he's usually not a funny character. Michael's pretty funny. Michael, okay, Michael's got my laugh factor for sure. Yeah. Oh man, I think. Look, who would I, you get a beer with? Michael. Yeah, I right? get a beer with Michael. I don't know if I'd really want to hang out with Bowser. Outside of a group experience, that's a sporting event or like a tabletop board game. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I feel like I honestly think I have a winner, dude. Oh, you have one because we're sort of like 
category wise, we're down the middle, but I mean, that's, we don't do this I, necessarily. I, we don't really do this by points. So it's just to help us. Yeah, decide. yeah, exactly. To me, I just think Michael is just a much better character. I think he's you're like, you're right. We've never seen a, like a character go through this kind of a journey and, no. and still be, it's not, wasn't a drama, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I think he, he raises a lot of like philosophical questions in general that like really resonate with me and stuff. And I, I think he's a great character out of all the characters today. I think he's the most interesting. Um, I really was fighting for Bowser. Like I didn't mean to, it just kind of happened. Cause I think Bowser's a great character and is a great villain, but I think Michael is a more, is a more interesting character. Absolutely. Yeah. Michael, I think is a more interesting character and, um, you know, it feels weird because, like, we, you know, some of the ways that we sort of cast Bowser aside in this scenario, we could have said the same thing for him versus Captain America. But I, I, but I don't. Because I think Captain America, no, the, like, yeah. like the, there are sides of Bowser that make him, that made him more interesting, I thought. Yeah, I think so, too. Like, I thought, Ca- like, Captain America was kind of boring, yeah. I think. Like, he's there's he's very one-dimensional, di- one yeah. personally. Because it's just, it's just, like, I'm just saying this for people listening at home. It's, like, the reason we're not recapping all the things that make Bowser so interesting is we just said them, like. 25 minutes ago. Yeah. Um, so at this point, we're trying to say anything else. And I could probably still go on about Michael simply because, like, we barely, like, got into his craftiness. Right. And his originality. Like, Bowser sets some traps and stuff, but he really does leave a lot to his minions. Whereas, like, Michael is, like, a crazy little evil genius with everything he is planning and plotting and setting up and making and doing. You know, he's like playing like he's like the three eyed raven over there playing a game of mousetrap with everyone. Yeah. He's trying to get that seat for himself. Yeah. absolutely. Uh, so, you know, Bowser, Bowser takes his land and then is like, cool, my people are free. Defend your lands and defend me. But he's not not really like setting as many traps. No. Or anything, you yeah. know. In fact, if Mario never showed up, like they're not going after Mario. Yeah. Right. You know, like he kind of just like lets his people do whatever, which is a cool thing about Bowser. Like I love his zest and zeal for freedom. Me too. Uh, For everyone but the toadstools. (laughs) (laughs) I think we're calling it. I think I can't. I can't believe this, Matt. This is the craziest thing I've ever heard. Dude. I'm I'm happy that we picked Michael. Yeah. Our division. Oh, sorry. Yes. This is our division one. Season two of division one champion is Michael from the good place. So long, Bowser. Woo-hoo. I'll pull this axe right here and and there he goes into the lava. <laughs> All right, we did it. Let's call. I'm exhausted. I am exhausted, Christian. Yeah. Um, I mean, the finale, the 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 division champs always go pretty about an hour. How this long only, is it? It's about an hour. So oh, that's there's only 15 minutes longer, longer than normal. Cool. I, that Captain America one took a minute. That took a minute. Yeah. Um, all right, I'm gonna pull. Oh, so we're gonna two. start next season, our next division, division two of season two. Our first matchup for our next one is well, you pull two, I'll pull two. Yeah, we'll do every other like we always do. Yeah. All right. So. Okay. We're gonna have four new characters for everybody, but the question is, who are they gonna be? Matt, I'm feeling like next week we're gonna hear. Oh, technically a video game character. Oh, sweet. But really more of an anime. We got. Agumon. <gasps> That's great. The Pikachu this, of Digimon. This, yeah, exactly. Agumon's great. Uh, Agumon's going to be going up against Slimer from Ghostbusters. Okay. Yeah. Two mascot characters. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Matt, you know him. You oh. love him. Division two random product mascot is the Keebler Elf. 
Oh my gosh. Yes. Way I, better than the owl. Way better. Way better which, than the thank owl. Thank you, uh, Tootsie Pops, for getting in on that conversation. Oh, that was Twitter. great. I forgot <laughs> that they tweeted us. Uh, I always, whenever I've made one of those tweets, I always tag the companies, but they never say anything. I was very happy when Tootsie Pops joined in the conversation. And they were like, no, nah, Cap's better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and I don't know this name. Um, what? Uh, My so handwriting? Let me say. Ben Lowe? Oh, Ben 10. Ben Lowe. Oh. Ben 10. <laughs> Wait, let me say. Oh, I think that's Ben 10, right? Yeah, that's that's Ben 10. Oh, you throw his L Ben Ben 10. So the keeper will be going up against Ben 10 next week. Oh. Yeah. So we have a video game. We have a cartoon. Cartoon. Well, yeah, we have a live action movie. Live action and another cartoon. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. Awesome. Guys, uh, I'm beat. Uh, thank you for joining us today on the Ultimate Fictional Character Podcast. You can find us at UFC Pod on Twitter, and don't forget to check out our Gmail and our Patreon for our exclusive content. Yeah, um, our Twitter is gonna be more active. We actually have like a cool plan coming up. Like we've been a little quiet lately, been a little busy, but we want to engage with you guys more. Um, so just like check our Twitter. We're gonna announce a bunch of cool stuff, but otherwise we'll just because we've been saying we're gonna do things and we still haven't gotten them yet. So we're we're not gonna just say we're gonna do anything else. Yeah, yeah. let's just. Look at our Twitter, and then everything will be there for now. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> and you can find me at the Matt Acevedo, and you can find Christian at Christian underscore Humes. Yeah. Uh, Great episode. I had I'm, a lot of fun. I'm, I had a lot of fun, too. I'm excited yeah. for next time. I'm a little tired. I got a little tired. Yeah, I'm a little tired. Well, we pre-recorded a lot of the last ones, so it's been a minute. Yeah. Um, and I, I think uh, it was a good time for us to do that, because I know everyone's probably a little um, fiction-weary and tired after the MCU and after... Game of Thrones, so everyone probably needed a breath. Yeah. So it's great. Next week, low stakes, first episode of The Division. Let's do it, guys. Thank you so much, everyone. We really appreciate you, and we appreciate you listening. Uh, make sure to tell your friends, and until next time, guys, we'll see you soon, Hunters. Stay on the hunt, y'all.